the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, and welcome to Church of the Week. I'm John Hall, and each week here at Word FM, we're spotlighting the power of the local church in your hometown, shining the light of Jesus Christ here locally across western Pennsylvania. But to know and grow in Christ, it takes the local church, the pastors, the elders, the congregation, all of us submitting to his lordship. Joining us today is Pastor Bill Bailey, who joins us from Journey by Grace Church. Pastor, welcome. Oh, my pleasure. I'm deci- uh, happy to be here. Well, we're excited so to have good. you with us. Yeah. Pastor, uh, you're unusual in reading about you. Mm. Uh, your church, Journey by Grace, 50 years, and you've been the pastor all those 50 years. Yeah, that's right. Um, it will be 50 years in August, and uh, we started uh, in 1975, actually. So... Uh, we grew from a small little congregation of about 15 people, and year to year we just continued to prosper spiritually and in other ways. So we uh, um, we ended up moving to a couple of different facilities, and now we're located uh, on Route 51 at um, a car dealership that we've renovated and um put uh, we've created it into a, a beautiful church environment so it's it's a great place wonderful in Ross River PA so we're doing well and God is blessing God has blessed you yeah. 50 years plus yeah That's I'm for curious sure. pastor about the man about <clears throat> about you mm. and your spiritual life yeah <clears throat> You growing up as a young man, and uh, what what your introduction was to Jesus Christ, yeah. your home life, your parents. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in East Liverpool, Ohio, mm-hmm. and um, my family was not um, really connected to a church. My mother would go on Easter Sunday, um, you know. Um, sure. Common, right? Very common. And... Uh, my sister became a believer at around 15, and um, I believe uh, it was her influence in prayer and uh, having others pray for my family that eventually my mother started going to church. And then for myself, I uh, ended up being drafted in 1969, so I spent two years in the service. The and Vietnam War. Yeah, and then I, I, I wasn't I didn't serve in Vietnam, but it was during that era. Sure, uh, I served in Fairbanks, Alaska, of all places. <laughs> you for kept us safe about eighteen months. Yeah, thank you for your service. Fighting those polar bears, you know. <laughs> so, at any rate, um, after I got out of the service, I bounced around from job to job, um, and at a church in East Liverpool. They were having um, a true revival. 
a revival in terms of just uh, tens and and just a, a vast number of young people started uh, coming to to the Lord there. This was the Jesus freak movement yeah, in some way. That, huh? That's exactly right. So. Uh, a lot of young people were being saved, people that I knew. And I met a man on the street, actually, uh, a fellow by the name of Frank Peoples, and he was the evangelist there. And he led me to the Lord, and uh, that was the beginning in 1972, May of 72. And um, from there, after a while, I felt that tug, that call to uh, prepare for public ministry, so uh, I had already been attending Kent State University, a mm. branch in East Liverpool, and uh, I decided to go to Southern California, where uh, my sister and her husband lived, and I lived with them while I went to Azusa Pacific University. Wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, I was trying to prepare myself for ministry, and at the same time, uh, I was greatly influenced by Chuck Smith at Calvary Chapel uh, in Costa Mesa, um, the Jesus Revolution yeah. film, um, kind of highlighted all that went went on there. So uh, Chuck was probably the primary influence in shaping my ministry style and my theological bent, and. Um, I, I was in California, and then, of course, I came back, and I started pastoring a little uh, United Methodist Church in Wellsville, Ohio. Uh, it was just a small congregation, and it was part-time while I was continuing in school. And uh, then I had an offer to go to uh, uh, a church here in Monongahela, uh, PA, and um, that's where I met this small uh, core group of about 15 people. From that church? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we we started to pull together, and uh, we began to grow. A lot of young people started coming to the Lord, and uh, we began to outgrow our building. So we ended up in another facility in the city of Monongahela proper, and um, we were there for about 34 years, wow. I believe, in this uh, other facility that we had purchased, which was an abandoned Lutheran church. They had built a new one, so we took their old facility, renovated it, and we outgrew that, but there wasn't any place for us to go. Interesting. Until, so, oh, go ahead. So, Pastor, the, the, those early days then, that you know, yeah. you refer to that, that mm -hmm. band of people. Yeah. Those people, I mean, that's the cornerstone of your church. What was that like, that conversation, all of you together, and falling in love with Jesus and thinking, yeah. we're going to start a brand new church? I mean, that's that's a yeah. fantastic thing. It's like the apostles. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this group was uh, a small group of people. It was a, already... Um, you might say, an established society I see. of believers. Those connections were there within yeah. them. And uh, I connected then with uh, the Free Methodist denomination. They, they were the—I was ordained in that, um, in that group. I see. 
So that's how I ended up with this small group of of people. Interesting. And uh, and it grew and it grew, grew and grew. And then you said decades later, 35 yeah. plus years, you were in this one church yeah. and continued on to where you are now. Yeah. 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 It, it was um, we made the move in 2010. Uh, the dealership that we purchased was 28,000 square feet. Wow. Uh, probably a five, 600 car parking lot. Holy smokes. And, um, that's it, big. It was a, a rather new facility. Uh, it was only, I think it was built in around 201, 220, or excuse me, 202. I think that's when it was finished. So, it was a brand new facility. Interesting. But the the people that were there lost their uh, their what do you call it? Their the dealership dealer- license. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of fell through. And I see. It, uh, we ended up um, purchasing that facility, and from there we uh, began to grow even more. Fabulous. Uh, week by week, year by year, and. And uh, God is blessed. Uh, we're, we probably run around 650 these days. 650 people yeah. at your services. On Sundays, wow. yeah. Isn't yeah. that amazing to look back after those no. 50 years and to see how God has worked in your life? You bet. Talk about your family, your wife, and, yeah. and how you met. And, of course, your wife joins you in many ways in yeah. partnership with the church. Yeah. Well, my wife is uh, Sherry Bailey. And uh, she's a great lady and a tremendous asset. She'd have to be, right? Yeah. She previously was um, school director in um, Ashland. Uh, they had a Christian school there of about 400 uh, students, and she was the director of that that Christian school for a number of years. I see. And uh, also... Um, she was the HR director of the city of Ashland for a while. So those skills yeah. were able to help you with your church and the growth and yeah. the interaction with all the people, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. She does the um, all the, the work on our radio program. Mm-hmm. She, Journey by Grace. She, she puts it all together. Yeah. Excellent. So if you just joined us, we're talking with Pastor Bill Bailey, who joins us from Journey by Grace Church. We're talking about um, uh, our Church of the Week, and Pastor Bailey has uh, kindly uh, agreed to join us here. So, Pastor, let's talk about your church, um, uh, the style of the church, uh, the preaching, the teaching. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Uh, if people would come into your church on a Sunday morning, wh- what would they expect? Well, basically, uh, the environment, uh, the ethos of the service is, I think, rather laid back. Um, the, we have our first service on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Um, is um, we, we do some hymns and choruses, sort of a, a 1980s style of of worship. It's not real traditional, but it has that traditional flair. I see. And the preaching is is always the same. Are you the preacher for all yeah. the services? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, we try to do uh, expository preaching uh, verse by verse and try to, um, you know, um, bring application to our day, our time. I see. Using biblical principles. So, um, you know, it's I usually preach for about 40 minutes, and it seems to work out quite well. Excellent. So 
people don't uh, get too bored, I guess. They, <laughs> they keep coming. So. No, you're, you're growing a church. And, yeah. and I think the core thing is you're talking about is that you're, you're preaching from Scripture yeah. and verse by verse. I mean, uh, you really drill down into this. People get yeah. to, to learn and grow God's Word. Yeah, yeah. And when you think about it, that's the bottom line because if you don't think right, how will you live right? How right. can you make good biblical choices? So we have to be in the book. We've got to be there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, our musical style in that service, as I said, the first service is a little more traditional. In the second at uh, 1045, we have um, a more contemporary style music. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great service. A lot of young people attend that service, of course. But it's a great service. There are two good services, and we have uh, two different bands that lead us in worship. Uh, We've been gifted with uh, some really uh, terrific musicians in our church. Fabulous. And and people who who have great vocal abilities. Excellent. So it, it works out well. And so in those 50 years, I mean, look, look at the culture mm. changed tremendously in yeah. 50 years. But of course, um, Journey by Grace, your, your birth during the upheaval in the 60s, I was alive yeah. during that time and sure. I know what that's like. And, yeah. and here we are now in 2024. What about that? I mean, the, mm. the, the people that come into the church, mm. um, can you talk about that, about, you know, things have changed so much in the culture, but still God's word yeah. is timeless. It lasts yeah. forever. And and people still need to hear about mm. grace and forgiveness, yeah. despite the rancor and ugliness of this modern age. Yeah, for sure. They're, the people that are coming to our church, they seem to come from a variety of backgrounds. The Ross Draver area is sort of a middle class area, uh, neighborhood. Uh, But there's a lot of folks coming from uh, different areas in the Mon Valley. And, um, you know, it's a real rich tapestry of of a different variety of people. But um, we seem to come together in Christ. And there's a lot of uh, wonderful fellowship and uh, some uh, some real support and love that we've uh, seen demonstrated there. So uh, I'm very proud of the congregation, if you can use that word in sure. a good sense. Yes, you of know? course. Uh, because they're, for the most part, hungry to grow, to learn, and um, and to put what they learn into practice. And, uh, Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I mean, I'm always uh, excited when you know if you're part of a congregation for uh, for any amount of time, of course, you, you build up your friendships and relationships. You've got your core group and that. Yeah. And whenever new people come into the church, mm-hmm. I mean, that act of courage for someone who doesn't know Jesus or perhaps a nominal Christian and they come in the first time, mm-hmm. a, a very difficult thing for people to do. So to yeah. have a, a warm and welcoming encounter yeah. for that for that new person in the church it's it's a difficult thing. It's sort of a a tender thing to do, but a necessary thing, isn't it? Absolutely. One of the things that is great about our facility is that we have a huge lobby, you know, where they used to park the new cars. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. So we have a huge lobby, free coffee and donuts for whoever. And uh, I guarantee if you come in, someone will be greeting you. 
before you get very far in. Excellent. And uh, people will will reach out to you, introduce themselves. And you'll be known. Yeah, you bet. We're talking with Pastor Bill Bailey from Journey by Grace Church. Pastor, let's talk about, you know, what I really love about so many churches is that, of course, there is the service, which is, you know, the center point, mm. but Bible study and fellowship throughout the week mm. for men, women, and children. Can, can you talk about that, the work that you're doing there by yeah. Journey by Grace? Yeah. Um, we've tried to build our church, uh, which is what I learned uh, years and years ago at Calvary Chapel to to uh, teach God's Word in that expository fashion. And uh, we, we do that, of course, on Sundays, but then through the week we, uh, we have multiple Bible study opportunities, so some smaller groups on, um, on Tuesday meet uh, in the church, um, and there's, of course, a couple of home groups as well that meet. But um, on Wednesday, we have our family night. Um, Seven o'clock, we have a youth uh, ministry, have a great youth pastor. Wonderful. Yeah, Matt Ledford is his name. He's a a wonderful young fellow from North Carolina, and uh, he's running between 50 and 80 kids on Wednesday night, teenagers. Excellent. And uh, he's teaching them well. And uh, they love him, and he's um, he's a, he's a wonderful asset to our work there. And also another young uh, lady, Heather Goodwin, is our children's pastor, and um, she does a great work as well, uh, teaching our uh, what we call kids ministry on Wednesday mm-hmm. night. So children up to grade five, we have something for them. And then, of course, also on Wednesday night at 7 p.m., I teach uh, a Bible class. And um, my associate, uh, a gentleman by the name of Tom Ravazio, who is also the founder and director of Shekinah uh, Western Ranch for Kids in Charleroi, um, he is teaching as well. Uh, on Wednesday night. So we offer two options for adults. uh, And, you know, we're both dealing with different themes at different times. No doubt. Yeah. So uh, the opportunities are there. On Thursday night, we have a ladies group and a men's group. And they probably run about 20 uh, ladies or so mm-hmm. in each, and the fellas about the same. Those relationships, are yeah, cool. they're in there uh, talking and, and getting to know one another, mm-hmm. praying for each other, and then they study the scriptures together. So there's something really going on every night. Excellent, every night. You know, of course, in the day, uh, <clears throat> the family in some ways has been splintered, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you think about what's happened here, of course, again, and um, it's so key for the local church to engage and equip the family, the small children and the, the youth ministry and the, yeah. the teens, especially. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, young marrieds and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, elder people, all those things. It's a really difficult thing <clears throat> to, to come together, but it's a necessary thing here. Yeah, so uh, appreciate the work that you're doing here at Journey yeah. by Grace to say, here we are. The, the greater community in general, can you talk about that? I mean, people outside the church, 
would drive by the church, people maybe who never enter into a church. Mm-hmm. How do you look at those people and invite those those non-church people into Journey by Grace? Yeah. Well, we have a very visible facility, so that's helpful. Sure. And being on the radio uh, gives us more visibility. But in the community around us, uh, we've tried to do numerous m- numerous uh, things. For example, we've gone door to door and mm. tried to invite folks to church. That doesn't seem to work so well the in street this, this new environment. Yeah, yeah. We used to do a lot of that, uh, but these days it seems to it, it doesn't work as well. Sure. But at any rate, I get that. Yeah. So. Um, it's primarily these days word of mouth mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, uh, get our people to reach out to their friends, their family members, co-workers and family right. members. The best yeah. way, right? I mean, yeah. I know a church. I, I know a pastor. You come and join us and change your life in many right. ways, right? Yeah, exactly. Say so you brought up uh, the, the radio program. Of course, yeah. it's heard here at Word FM. <clears throat> you and your wife have been doing this for many, many years. Yeah. Talk about Journey by Grace. Well, the program uh, began years ago. I'm trying to remember. I think it's probably about 11, 12 years uh, when we started here on Word. Um, we, I think we've built up a, a significant listening audience. We get a lot of good letters. Um, people uh, help us financially, which is always appreciated. But the letters in particular are are such a, a boost because, uh, you know, if someone is taking the time to sit down and write a note and exactly. then put it in an envelope and mail it off, they're doing that because... They're invested. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we, we we get good letters, and Excellent. I really appreciate that. I get that 100%. Yeah. What's interesting is a lot of people who, for any various number of reasons, cannot or will not show up at the local church will use your ministry, Journey yeah. by Grace, a- as their church home, yes? They do, yeah. I would bet uh, if you were to ask uh, people, uh, a lot of unchurched people, people who don't go to a church, if uh, I, would, I would venture to say we probably have 1,500 people who would say that's where they connect. Their church. Easily, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's it, 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 in in a moment of crisis, if we've been there for them, um, they're going to call us. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they hit the wall, whenever they run into some issues that are too big for them to handle on their own, uh, if we've made the investment into their life, at least the effort. Um, they're going to remember us and give us a call. And that's happened over and over and over. You know, so we, you know, we go to hospitals and visit people and things of that nature. Surely. Uh, so, you know, we've planted a lot of seed. And Excellent. eventually that seed begins to grow. Fabulous. Yeah. So people listening to you right now and thinking, oh, I, I know the program Journey by Grace. Uh, now I know where the physical location is. Talk yeah. about just outreach. If people want to connect with you, that's a powerful thing. Of course, we all live in this you know digital age, websites mm-hmm. and whatnot. People can go find you easily online, yes? Yeah, they can. Journeybygrace.org, uh, our website there, which we're working on to reconstruct, but you can still get good information there. 
you can listen to um, sermons there, uh, radio sermons. You know, a radio sermon lasts about 25 minutes yep. or so. I typically preach for 40, so um, we've f- got a lot of um, slimming down there. Sure. My wife carries out that process. She edits and makes sure it fits the she format. Does. She does. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So, Pastor, I really greatly enjoy our time here with you to learn more about you, your, your family, your church, and, and the work that you're doing with Journey by Grace. With just a minute or so left, would you mind saying a prayer for us? Yeah. People absolutely. are out there right now listening. Could I also mention that uh, we have a great Easter drama Please. coming up uh, in um, in March it we carry it out three nights, uh, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Good Friday is the last uh, evening, but it's a it's a powerful drama Excellent. that we put on every year. Drama, choral, presentation, musical, and uh, it it's really terrific. So Fabulous. I love well. it. I yeah. love this drama in the Bible and yeah. the church together. So let's pray, Father. We're very grateful for the grace in which we stand, and we thank you that you have called us out of death into life, and I pray that uh, as we make ourselves available, we will become instruments to reach out and touch more people, and may our message of grace and mercy in Jesus, may it find favor in the hearts and minds of multiple people throughout this uh, greater Pittsburgh area. It's our burden. It's our prayer. It's our, it's our passion. And we just ask you, Father, to bring this to pass. May it bring glory to your name. We ask it through Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor Bill Bailey, Journey by Grace Ministry, right here in the uh, Pittsburgh area. Mm -hmm. This has been the Church of the Week. If you'd like to nominate your church for Church of the Week, we'd encourage you to go to wordfm.com. You'll see the Church of the Banner at the very top of the page. Thanks for being with us today. May the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with you this day and always. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.